Welcome to the FitSess podcast, guys. I hope you are enjoying our podcasts. Today we have LJ on our podcast, and I'm honoured that she would join us on it, and I'm very thankful that she would give us her time. I know she was very, very nervous about doing it, so uh, thank you very much to her. Um, she talks a lot about her why. She talks about motivation, nutrition, her training, her ups and her downs. She talks about her powerlifting comp in 2019 and what her goals are. It's a fantastic podcast, guys. Give it a listen, share it on social media, and I'd also like you to encourage her to start her own Instagram, and I'd also like you to send me your suggestions of people that we can interview on the podcast or just have a chat with. Or if you want to be on the podcast, drop us a message, guys. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 10 of the FitSess podcast. Today we have LJ joining us. Um, I think she has a fantastic insight. She has a different why and she has lots of different challenges for training that I think a lot of people can learn from. LJ is the winner of our 2019 powerlifting competition on the female side. She pulled a massive 140 deadlift and a lot of people in the gym, it's fair to say, look up to you, Elge. Uh, obviously, if you hear me referring to, to as Elge, <laughs> that's just my <laughs> nickname for her, uh, or Miss Trunchable. Um, <laughs> and you obviously hear about her shot-putting prowess later on and her generally aggression. Uh, but yeah, basically, a lot of people in the gym look up to LJ and I just think it'd be fantastic to hear from the woman herself. She's a very inspiring lady. Hi, everybody. <laughs> That's a lovely thing to say. Um, so, Elle, your highlights of your fitness journey, it's pretty good positive to start on. It is, and obviously you touched on it then. Um, I think for me, definitely the powerlifting comp, but more because, not for winning, it was the process and the run-up to and finally getting the, um, the 140 deadlift. It felt like my nemesis for so long, and mm. to finally pull it was absolutely brilliant because obviously... Say my bench didn't go as well as I wanted and stuff like that, but that was amazing. Um, and then I do have another one, which is I feel like obviously my confidence, my mindset and stuff has changed like since starting as well, So, which is massive for me. I think it was fantastic, the competition. Uh, I think you were fantastic. You Basically, you were just ice cold. You, you learned your process. You ex- knew exactly what we were going for. We exceeded the numbers we were going for, especially Massively. on the squat. <laughs> um, and I think... The fa- my favourite thing about the competition was obviously you're doing really well, but everyone did really well and lots it's of the people... encouragement from everybody. Yeah, even so. like the girls that you were perceived to be competing against, like they were cheering you on. Like I remember yeah. Nat did amazing. Um, like even G and Liv did really well. Yeah, Matt, Sinead, Ella, massive Sinead. bench. Like, yeah, yeah, just Sinead's everybody was, was incredible. just, yeah. Like, I love Sinead's process building up to it. Like, I think everyone could learn from that. I think, like, you knowing exactly what songs you were going to have because, like, yeah. you knew exactly every detail of your prep, every single detail of your process. Like, people learned from that. I think Nikki did really well. I think Lisa did really well. Anyone who was doing their first competition. I just think it's like no other, the encouragement that you get from it. I don't think you get that from a commercial gym. Do you know, like it was literally, nobody cares that, obviously everyone wants to hit big numbers, but I think it was mainly for that, for themselves. Do you know, like, so they're like, come on guys, you're like, everyone cheers everybody on. Yeah, it was was the first time we ran a full powerlifting comp and it was very good, very competitive. And I think everyone enjoyed it. So you touched on it before, why did you start? Why Why did you start soldier? So my why is a little bit different than everybody else's. It wasn't because of 
my appearance or my weight or anything like that. I'm not saying that was a, wasn't an issue. Do you know what I mean? But um, it was, so back in August of 2018, my granddad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And I knew that my go-to was always food. I'm an emotional eater. Uh, and I was like, I just didn't want that. I wanted something positive. Um, so I actually went to a local PT first. Um, not that you're not local, <laughs> but she lives down the road. <laughs> um, it was a woman because it obviously training and stuff completely out of my comfort zone. Um, she came to your house. So again, I'm in my own comfort zone and didn't want to venture out of that. Um, and I just wanted to mentally prepare myself for that mental and emotional side of losing my granddad. So yeah. that was my why. And I've kind of just found this passion and love for now powerlifting. Um, but I started back um, in, I think it was late September, early October of 2018 at Fitz, at Fitzass. Yeah, with Joe. Yeah, with Joe. So I came as like moral support for a friend doing group training. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we started with you doing a Saturday morning, but like our first little meeting, I didn't really talk much and <laughs> they want so to. Yeah. <laughs> um, people don't use that word now. <laughs> and uh, I think one of the only things that I said to you is that I wanted an ass like a shelf. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like at the time when she came in, I was asking both her and Joe what goals were and what they wanted to achieve. And obviously, LJ hadn't said anything like during the uh, like consultation phase or even during like the first session. And then she literally just came out with, "I want an ass like a shelf," and I was laughing my head off. So funny. Um, and now it's funnier because obviously she's more dedicated to her powerlifting or Massively, just strength yeah. training. And, yeah, you know, it's definitely completely changed yeah, to it's, that. It's Changed, the mindset's changed the lifestyle's changed everything it's amazing and like now you're this woman who uh, basically talks about body confidence and you're definitely a, a great beacon for that but you. you obviously talked about um about being comfortable in your own home but what is like you use the saying now and we use it in the gym yes. what do we try and achieve sometimes in the gym so now it's getting comfortable being uncomfortable yeah so which i absolutely love saying because it's when conditioning comes up, that's what I need to tell myself. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes during training, we have to do things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Whether, you know, that could be something as simple as a plank. Uh, for more LJ's style of training, it's usually carrying a yoke or yeah. not letting go of a farmer's carry or, you know, something along those lines or training when we need to train. Or even, you know, it could be deload. For you, deload is a massive struggle. Yeah. You, you like ticking your boxes, I'm sure you'll talk about it later. Yeah. And you like making sure you're training and staying to a routine and being consistent. So obviously, what was your training goal and history throughout your life? And then like, how has it changed? And like, what history have you been through in terms of training? Um, so we touched on it before, but I didn't really like PE. I think yeah. one of my main memories for PE, aside from trying to not do it, um, was I won shop put once at a sports day. So there's the Miss Trunchbull <laughs> <laughs> reference, aside from the hair. Um, and that was it, really. Um, and then I um, started at what was Fitness First. It's just the p &E yeah. gym. Um, that was when I was 17, 18, became pregnant with Aaron um, and kind of stopped. Um, I gained about four and a half stone when I had Aaron. Um, and then, but with now my ex-husband, it was... I'd do the odd day here and there, you know, doing a bit of training, but obviously yeah. he'd just tell me what to do. But nothing ever stuck until yeah. now. So now I've kind of found that passion and love for something and I want to do well. <laughs> it's definitely a passion and love, but just go back to it. Elv doesn't just look like Miss Trunchbull. She doesn't look like Miss Trunchbull <laughs> at all. It's just one day she was wearing like a grey jumper and like yeah. you had the brown fits that 
fits that spell and you had your hair up yeah. and she was like throwing a slam ball into the wall really aggressively so that's where it came from but yeah it's quite quite funny um, so you, you didn't have that much training history kind of no. in and out of it through your 20s and then obviously you came to success and we were actually laughing the other week weren't we you're like your first couple of squats yeah. and you're like if you're ever I, I think you were like maybe feeling down about your progression and then you sent me like your video of your first squat that yeah. I recorded and I think it was like I think I just bent in half <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't, I barely it wasn't, went anywhere. <laughs> it wasn't what we'd call a full squat, should yeah. we say. I think uh, in terms of goals, like obviously, so I discussed this with you a few days ago, I think. So it was growing up, I was I wanted to be the skinniest person in the room. Mm. So, I mean, that never happened. <laughs> but like that, that was your aim. It was always to do with your body and stuff. Whereas now I want to be the strongest. Yeah. Like, so that's the goal. It's always to progress in lifts. It's to progress with the weights and stuff like that. And obviously technique and everything else on top of that. So do like so it's gone from body to no I, I want to build on my strength. It's yeah. completely different. So which is like we said, like the mindset thing. So that to me is completely changed. It has like and you can tell like when you've got your mindset on something and you go because previously like when you wanted to ask like a shelf in quotation, <laughs> your training was completely different, like your diet was completely different, like you weren't really as invested. It was yeah. kind of like a hobby or a side side thing that you did. Now, like, this has consumed, like, who you are, like, in a good way, though, in a positive light, because you, you are always, always supporting everyone. And, like, even with our power lifters, you're, like, oh, like, noticing things and trying to help people mm-hmm. and trying to help the younger lifters. And even the old lifters, like, you're just always trying to offer support. It, you know, it's a pleasure to have you in the gym and train you. A lot of people always say, is your favourite client. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you don't have favourites. But when someone wants to train and dedicate themselves to the sport or your training and all they do is literally you come in, you listen to me, you get it done and you go home like there's no messing around, there's no arguing. It's fantastic mindset. And, you know, a lot of people can learn from that. You. What's your most challenging area though? So obviously everyone faces challenges. Um, to me, probably self-doubt. Self-doubt? Yeah, it's like talking yourself out of something that actually you can do if you just try. Do you know, like I think that's a massive thing. Yeah. I mean, even starting was a massive thing because it's somewhere new, like I said before, do you know, like I wanted to be my own home and yeah, yeah. train there. Do you know, like, so starting somewhere new was massive. And I think obviously starting with Joe, my friend, it was starting with someone which made it that little bit easier. Um, but now I'll just come in the gym. <laughs> you know, I'm always there. You're always in the gym, yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, so it was definitely self-doubt for me. I wouldn't say it's like anything training-wise because you just try. So it's just trying to stop t- talking myself out of trying to do something. I think it was October or November last year, like you were like, oh, I'm not going to make this. And then you didn't make it. Yeah, And I, it was that's that. when we had that discussion about yeah. you were never going to make it once you told yourself you were yeah. not going to make it. And it's completely that, true. Yeah, it's so powerful. Like yeah. you've got to believe in yourself. It's all right, your coach will know. If you can like do the lift, but if you don't think you can do the lift or believe you can do the lift, it's not happening. No, yeah, definitely. Do you still get self doubt now? Um, yeah, I'd say I do. Okay. What but, what areas do you get self doubt in? I don't know. I think it, mainly when it comes to probably body confidence and stuff like that. I'm like, no, stop thinking like that. Do you know? Yeah. And then I post a lot to do with do. body confidence, but I think sometimes that's for me as well. Yeah. So do you like it? Fake it till you make it. <laughs> do you like see so just? I, try and trick my brain into thinking something different and well, positive. I suppose you've gone 30 plus years without giving well, your age away. Um, <laughs> worrying about your body image, and yeah. a lot of people do, especially since social media's been around in the last 10 years, it yeah. probably makes it worse. Um, and you've got, to, you've got to keep 
reliving that positive affirmation. You've got yeah, to keep it's just retraining my brain. Training it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Martin. When Martin came, he was like, ah, oh, Deck, I need to lose all this weight really quickly. And it's not about losing the weight quickly. It's about learning the process, enjoying the process. And I think you'll be able to tell everyone, I think I, I touched on this in one of the previous podcasts, getting to the, and this is where the mountain comes from in FitSess, actually, guys, getting to that goal at the top is never as satisfying as you think it's going to be. So for you, getting to that 140. In, now I just want to keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want 150. We didn't even think about the 140. No. Like, it. It's all about that next goal. And I think the thing that you love the most is the process. Yeah. And that's what mate, that's what you have to do. You have to fall in love with the process. It's so important. Don't get me wrong, you'll have dips in that process and we're going to talk about motivation. Um, but but you, if you believe in the process, believe in the coach as well, like you've got to believe that his programming and the way he does things is what you believe in as well yeah. and where you want to go. And there's got to be a clear view. And I think you obviously said earlier that we talked about the goals last week, but I think we talk about goals quite regularly because we want to keep them fresh in our mind and yeah. remember why we're doing it. And I know there's been some dark days where you have doubted yourself. And there's there's times where you're like, you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it for Aaron, you're doing it for all the people who said no, like you're doing it for body confidence. And something that I wanted LJ to do, and guys, you know, you need to make sure you keep telling her, I wanted to get her own like fitness Instagram where she can like <laughs> post her videos because I do notice she doesn't post a lot of her own videos. <laughs> and that is a potentially body image issue yeah I would say, say yeah I didn't especially when the belt's on <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, yeah you definitely struggle to watch yourself back but I think if you put that out uh, you know that's when you become vulnerable and that's when yeah. obviously you'll be able to improve that self-confidence yeah, body image yeah hit the nail on the head though I know, I know. <laughs> and <laughs> LJ's gonna kick me later for yeah. discussing this but I, I, guys, honestly, I really do believe a lot of people will benefit if LJ was on social media a little bit more. I think something that I would love her to do is give like some talks on a story every morning because she's the embodiment of what I want people to think about in terms of body image and how to change your mindset and lifestyle. Like we, you haven't done it all at once. There's no. been ups and downs. There's been times where you go, oh, deck. I had a really stressful week this week and I binged on food. You know, tell the people because yeah. the people in your situation who can learn from you because all people see is me sharing videos and stories of you pulling 140, squatting 120. Yeah, like sharing the good you stuff know, rather than everything. Share the good stuff. Yeah. I, I want to share the bad stuff more. And yeah. I think that's not necessarily for us to do because that wouldn't be very polite, but it's more for you to do. Yeah. And I think that's why I do want you to be on social media a little bit more. I think you can help a lot of people because your mindset is amazing. And I know like Georgia has got a lot out of you, like a lot from you just by like being around you. And a lot of people do get things for being around you. And something, you. someone always speaks, some people always say to me, how does LJ stay so motivated? And I say to him, it's not about motivation. She just believes in what I tell her to do. She believes in herself and she believes in the goal and the process. Yeah. She loves the process. Talk a bit about motivation. I wouldn't say I have it every day. So yeah. I'm one of these people. I have lists <laughs> that have the like the day at the top and stuff like that. But I like ticking boxes. Yeah. So for me, I think it's not that I'm motivated every day. It's that I have boxes to tick and a goal to hit. Um, I have a program to work through and I know that by hitting that like you said it's having that confidence in you knowing that what you've set out is going to work at the end yeah. and I want to hit that so it's having that so, discipline to follow the program yeah. and I think a lot of people come to me and they'll say ah oh, this program didn't work I'm like, oh did you stick to it well I stuck to most of it 
Oh, the thing that bugs me the most, and you know this, Elge, is I give him a programme and Fraser's trying to do it at the moment. <laughs> oh, Deck, can I increase the weight? Because last week was really easy. I'll just no. round it up. Yeah, just round it up. Oh, round it up. Like, Deck, it's on 141, so I rounded it up to 150. No, that is not okay. <laughs> These are my pet peeves, guys. Do not round up the weight on your programme. I wrote it on everyone's programme this time. <laughs> Think, didn't I, Elge? Yeah, yeah, you were saying about doing it. Do not round your weight up. Stick to the bloody programme. <laughs> Listen to your body. There's some of my tips, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I don't want to fall back into not having, and I don't know if it'll ever go away, but like not having the confidence. I want to keep building on that. So it's like having that mindset that I don't want things to go back to the way they were. Do you yeah. like I want to keep building on my mindset, my confidence, my lifts, do you like stuff like that? So it's by ticking them boxes, I'm going to get there. But during lockdown, when it was really strict, you know, I wouldn't say you were the most motivated, but did you ever miss a workout? No, I really enjoyed that, like the process, like we yeah. said, um, of actually like looking and kind of researching for myself what I should do for certain muscles. And I had certain days that I wanted to do that on. And obviously we still had a one-to-one and chats and stuff, yeah. which really helped. And um, all the guys from the gym, do you like, we'd message and yeah. have little skipping things, skipping is it? Challenges. Yeah, do you know, like, so there was all that as well. And like, well, I can't miss it now. I've got to try and beat Gan. Do you know, like, <laughs> so, so guys, just to, um, just to enlighten you a little bit more on like, what we just talked about, is during lockdown... LJ did a one-to-one with me via FaceTime each week. And basically that was like a mini check-in, go for a workout, see what she's been up to. And there was a week, I think, where you miss working out and then she never missed another day. She didn't miss a single day after that. There was like a week where you had like a bad week. I think it was like yeah. the third week into lockdown or something. But then she literally hammered out her workouts and she was amazing. Like, this is the growth I talk about when people love the process and the game. She started to research all her own, like, lifts she started to write her own workouts don't get me wrong some of them workouts wouldn't have been amazing some of them will have but she's learning she's developing because she loves what she does guys and i think that's amazing you know the biggest tip you can take away from today is just find something you love find a coach you can trust things like that are going to really really help keep what people class as motivation or our class as determination high and um, and going forward throughout lockdown she carried on challenging herself and something that you know getting comfortable being uncomfortable for LJ is anything to do with cardio <laughs> or coordination so I set her and a couple of other clients a five minute AMRAP for skipping and these two were very competitive weren't yeah, you because you were very yeah. close like what was your highest 400 or something yeah it was almost at 500 and then he, wow. I think Gan actually got past 500 Possibly. I'm and call- then actually won. I'm well. calling bullshit. <laughs> I, re- I reckon you won, Alan. You just didn't want to get loose to Gan, you didn't win. <laughs> um, so we've discussed that you're having insecurities. Yeah. We've discussed that you are not always motivated. Yeah, definitely. What other issues do you have with training and just the general fitness? Mine has been probably more my eating. Go on. No. Talk about your eating. <laughs> no, I tend to like uh, probably binge at night. Okay. So that's my meals will be really good and stuff like that. Um, obviously, during lockdown, I came to you and was like, "No, I need help. You need to sort out calories and macros and stuff like that." Just because I felt like I wasn't, like everybody else, wasn't moving as much, and I yeah. probably didn't sit there and have loads of different junk food or whatever. Do you know, like it wasn't that. It was just the fact that I felt like I wasn't moving the same, so yeah. I must be putting on weight. Yeah. It was like I'd convinced myself. Yeah. The head. <laughs> I'd convinced myself. So obviously I came to you for help and obviously straight away you'd sorted that out for me. Um and every day some days I'd fill it in and be like, oh well I'll just have this. Hmm. And I'm just 
Quite naughty. Yeah. You do, <laughs> uh, you, I would actually say you're quite disciplined with your nutrition because if anyone doesn't know, LJ makes the best treats. Like she bakes all goods. What's your company Thank called you. on Instagram? Sister Act. Sister Act. Guys, give it a follow. Cake jars, unreal. <laughs> and she'll make any sort of like cake you want. Like I think you've done my last couple of birthdays that I've yeah. requested for people. Um, so stuff like that. So if I was in the kitchen or I like lived near LJ, I would eat so much cake. Like it's ridiculous. Like so the the willpower that you have not to eat one of your cake jars probably every day or cake or some form of baked good that you make is ridiculous. Um, so when you talk about having naughty little treats, you've you've developed a process. Like I think you know, you're more lenient with yourself now in terms of because we're eating for performance as opposed to eating for a figure because you want to be an instrument as opposed to an ornament. Yeah, it's definitely that. But like you said, it's them old demons that come Mm. back going, you just binge. And it could have been just two little things or whatever, do you know what? But it's them telling me that it's naughty. And actually it's not like you say, I'm eating for a completely different goal now. Yeah. Would you say it's fair to say then that you used to or still do put your weight and your body image towards your value? Yeah. Would you align those two? Yeah. Do you think you still do that now? Yeah, I think I have days where I do. Okay. So. And would you say it's fair that you kind of like the lifting is what's more important, the lifting or the body image? So right now I'm a lifting. Okay. But then there will always be bad days where then yeah. thoughts come back, but then I'm like, no, nah, I'll just go to the gym and train. <laughs> Not outside the program. Yeah, exactly. That's the key, guys, not outside the program. Um, yeah, so obviously people are still going to have demons. And the reason why I brought that up is because you're going to have problems. You're going to have days where you're not feeling it or you don't, you know, you lose, maybe lose a little bit of faith, you know, and what you're I doing. Just try and make jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we're, one of the best things about the gym is we, we're open and we have an open conversation about every single thing like this. So LJ does say, oh, Deck, I'm putting on weight. And we're like, yeah, LJ, you probably are. But your lifts are going up. You know, you're not eating massively excess food, are you? No, you know, it's, no it's pretty. You eat pretty well. You know, the only way that LJ could pretty much improve a diet is if she weighed everything and ate super clean. Other than that, you eat a pretty reasonable diet, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, so, what have you eaten today? I had a protein yogurt and protein granola for my breakfast. Okay, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> um, I already made it was last night's tea, so it was meatballs, rice, and long stem broccoli. Oh, nice tender stem. Yeah, and then I've actually not had uh, yeah tender stem. Sorry, yeah. I've not had my tea yet, but it's um, turkey mince with tandoori, and it's going to be in wraps with salad. So yeah, so Ooh. that's so, so, <laughs> so you know, it is that quite... wrap up with LJ's <laughs> naughty thing today. So yeah, so LJ eats pretty well, guys. It's more the demons in her head that kind of take over sometimes, and yeah. we all have demons. And LJ needs to get on Instagram so she can share <laughs> these demons, so other people can learn that she's not perfect. And Definitely everyone not. has their own problems. <laughs> what does the end of twenty twenty look like for you? Like, what are the goals? What do you want to get to? Where do you want to be? Um, I definitely maybe <laughs> go on Instagram. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe I would love the Instagram to be up on the. 25th <laughs> um i definitely want to keep progressing my lifts um yeah. obviously we've talked briefly with numbers but either way i just want to progress it um i love the training and the process for it but i would like the training and the process to probably or hopefully lead to some sort of comp yeah um whether it be again in a gym yeah like so, a powerlifting one or whether it be something strong woman wise so strong woman man. pre-lockdown we had earmarked a strong woman competition um, it was at Seddon Strength. It was the Seddon Strength Strong Woman and Strong Man competition. 
Um, we were looking to enter LVJ in the novice region because she's never done a competition like this before. And, and we were actually very confident. Um, but in obviously with lockdown, we don't know if that's still going ahead, but we will get LJ out to a competition as long as she stays healthy and fit. Looking towards the end of the year so she can have a really good Christmas. Basically so she can eat for Christmas. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> but let's be open and honest. What When you said you've got numbers in mind, what are your numbers currently? And then let's talk about numbers. So I um, managed to hit 140 for my deadlift in training. Yep, and in comp. Uh, and in comp, yeah. Um, I would ideally, hopefully, like to get 150 at least. Okay. Um, my bench didn't go very well in comp. Nope, 54 or 52? I think it was 52, 52. in comp, yeah. Um, I have once hit 57, but that never happened again, so it was obviously just It was a very a broken fluke. 57 as well. Yeah, yeah. It so. wasn't a paused... It was oh no, it was just like down and go, yeah. Um, and go. So I didn't give her the rep. So that's that's where yeah. it comes from. She was like, LJ never gets mad other than when someone cheats at like a warm-up or a cool-down <laughs> at the gym. Fraser. Which, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only, that's the maddest I've ever seen LJ. Or if I know rapper. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, squat. So, but I mean, with that, I'd like to get 60. Yeah. So with my bench. Oh yeah. Um, the squat, I managed to get 120 in the comp because it wasn't added up right yeah, on so the bottom. Which is it wasn't added up. Basically, LJ was supposed to go in a certain spot, but she missed that spot and the lads had started lifting. Um, and they started on 110 and LJ's last lift was supposed to be on 110. So she started on 110 and ended up getting 120 and we were only hoping for 110 in the comp Oh, yeah, as definitely. Well. So it was a very tough 120. It was a... Just about legal rep. Yeah, just. But in training, you've hit a one. I did do one twenty, and yeah, just at depth again. Again, yeah. Techers needs to work on a little bit. So we've actually gone back, and don't be afraid to do this, guys. We've regressed. We've started from the bottom again, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. From obviously in competition, she uses low bar. In training, she was practicing with low bar. We've gone back to high bar. We've changed quite a lot of things actually. Yeah. And we're spending these next ten weeks just developing those those things. We've already tried to change them uh, previously and started that process slowly. But again, we've got. End goal. Um, we know we're going to keep the bar high bar. We're going to see what we can get high bar, and then the plan is to revert back to low bar eventually. I mean, if I could get one twenty at high bar, I'd be extremely pleased. Yeah, a, a good rep. A good rep. <laughs> yeah, right. not a ropey one. <laughs> no, and when I say good rep, guys, we're we're looking for LJ to reach a little bit more depth, and we're also looking for a lot more control, because um, she kind of leans forward a lot more. So we're trying to work a little bit on uh, quads developing the quads a lot more because you're hamstring dominant as she's done a lot of low barring and deadlifting so obviously she's a rector and hamstring dominant so we need to build up those quads and then the other thing is obviously the upper back is kind of collapsing a little bit um which i think we can get a few more um degrees of improvement there yeah. Um, so yeah i'm excited to see what we can do this year i definitely think we can uh we can reach those goals uh, i don't think they're unattainable i think they're very smart goals what would it mean to you, though, if you hit those goals? It would, I'd be made up, but it doesn't mean that I stop. Okay. So, so it just where does this journey them. stop, then? It doesn't. I just keep progressing. Okay, so... Or I, I don't want it to stop. Exactly. Yeah. Something I try to teach people in the gym is, and this is the importance of deloads and listening to your body and make sure you mobilise correctly, so like LJ does a lot of mobility as well, is we want to be in this game for a long time, usually. It's something we enjoy. We look, we've already talked about loving the process, loving the game, you know, 
spend that time mobilizing, looking after your body, listening to your body. We wouldn't be doing this for 20 years plus. The only way we do that is if we look after our body. What's the point of training 10 weeks absolutely solid, then when it says deload, not doing a deload and end up breaking ourselves and not being able to train for a year? You know, I would rather take that week off instead of taking the year off injured. And obviously you make a massive like regression. So yeah, listen to your body guys, listen to your coach. They're really important. Right, three tips that you want to give the listeners for training. I would honestly invest in a coach or a PT. Um, I think that's massively helped me and just the focus programs, everything. um, And obviously giving me the goals where I'm like, do you know what? I really enjoy this and I love it and I want to keep going. Um, I'd be patient with your training um, and getting to your goals because it's something that I've had to learn as well. Yeah. Um, And then I'd say that like mindset's everything. Yeah, I'd completely agree with those. And like, just to go into depth on them, I always advise people, you know, if they're taking up a sport, in particular like you have in powerlifting, you need a coach and that's the difference. A personal trainer will get you fit and healthy and they can teach you better lifestyle um, choices. But a coach is there specifically, usually for a sport or for a reason. And if you are looking to progress in anything, anything, that could be piano lessons, it could be driving lessons, you need a coach or a teacher. And it's so important. Like I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have a coach. I also like to change coaches. I like to get my athletes to change coaches. So we've got LJ to do a bit of work with Tom in the past. Um, and I think it worked really well. Um, and I think that's really important that you get a coach. Why do you think, what What do you get out of having a coach, child? I mean, it's someone to turn to as well. The The encouragement and stuff's been like second to none. Yeah. Um, and that's from everybody. Mm. Like, but I think obviously, first and foremost, from you. Yeah. Um, like I said, with lockdown, straight away I was like, I felt like this. You sorted that out, do you know? Yeah. And I was like, right, well, this is how we'll deal with it. Um, it yeah, it's that... Um, they look after you. Yeah. They're like, that's what it is for me. I feel like there's some other, obviously watching Ovi and do it, you know that you're doing it right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I so just, I just someone to turn to in it and just make yeah. sure that you're on that right path for me. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes like, I know like, I've tried to train myself before and you know what? It doesn't result in me under-training. It always results in me over-training because yeah. you always feel like you're not giving enough. And I always end up getting injured. So I just stick to having a coach, someone who can, you can trust to say, and they get to learn your body. And that, that's where patience comes in. You know, they get to understand you as a person and your body and where they can push you. And they'll be like, right, deck, take a deload. Elge, take a deload. Yeah. Elge, get some more sleep, get some more food, recover better, do some more mobility. And that's the valuable bit. And they can spot the detail of where to change, when to change, how to build that process in and build those habits in. It's like you noticing like imbalances in my hips yeah. and stuff like that. Do you know, like, and it's, then we figure out what to work on, where to work on it. And then that hip shift could have been there since you had Aaron. So it could be like many years, years old, 12 <laughs> yeah. years old. Yeah. Don't want to give you <laughs> um, So yeah, it could be 12 plus years old. So it's going to take time, but we can try different things and work it out. And again, that leads on to LJ's second tip, patience, guys. Absolutely critical because you're not going to change everything, especially when you change the technique. It takes a long time. Or if you're learning the techniques like Josh, bless him, he absolutely is dedicated. He's trying his hardest, but sometimes a little bit of impatience creeps in and he ends up either nearly injuring himself or injuring himself or just looking like an injury waiting to happen. Like you've got to be patient guys. 
So for instance, like I, I mentioned it earlier, like Martin came and he wanted to lose loads of weight, but he's got to remember he's been like that for 30 plus, 40 years. Like it's going to take time to your body to readjust to its new nutrition plan, its new exercise plan. Like you've got to take time, guys. It, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, people put 10 stone on over 10 years. Don't expect it. You know, you can't expect it to come off in 10 weeks. You know, it's going to take time. That's a really, really good one. And what was your last one, else? Uh, mindset. mindset. That's everything. For, for LJ, I think mindset is, for me, I'm someone who's never struggled for motivation or determination. So it's a little bit different for me. Mine is more managing my workload. Um, so for like these tips will be like useful for some people, not so useful for others. Mindset, though, can be used in many other aspects. I think it can be used with your sleep, how your process works, your nutrition, your recovery, everything. You know, and, it, and it's piecing them together one by one. I think LJ's done a lot of work with her training and then she obviously started doing a lot of work with her nutrition and now she's doing a lot of work with her, what I would say, mindset. But they're all tied in together. And, you know, you can't have everything with just being good at one of them. You have to kind of keep developing those different aspects of your training. You know, you have to keep getting better at recovering. You have to keep learning about it. You have to keep getting better at your nutrition. You have to keep getting better at your training. You have to keep getting better with your mindset because you've got to be tough. There'll be days of training and Elgie's had a where she's in tears or she's nearly crying or the worst session ever or she hates training. You know, you're going to have those bad things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so a lot of the time Elgie will like lift and she'll be like, oh, that was rubbish. And I'll be like, yeah, but Elgie, we're working on technique and did you perform the technique that we wanted effectively and correctly? Yeah, well, there you go. We're working towards <laughs> the plan. And Elgie might be like, oh, yeah, but it wasn't quick enough or, it, you know, I didn't get enough weight on it. And sometimes that's, again, where a good coach can come in and go, you're missing the point, Elge. The point is to work on the technique yeah. and you were smashing it. How do you feel about motivation? Like, what? Well, not motivation, sorry, mindset. How would you say someone's mindset can improve? How, what would you do? It's, if someone thinks they have a bad mindset, how would you say to like, improve? It's trying it? to switch them negatives into positives. So when you feel like it's creeping in, it's no, that's not how you need to think. You, do you like you've just got to trick your brain into thinking that it's something positive yeah. rather than something negative. So would you say that's the same as when you said, oh, that my squat isn't progressing quick enough. And then yeah, or like me turning around kilo. just then saying my squat's rubbish. No, it's not rubbish. Yeah. It's something I'm working on. Yeah, exactly. So like it's switching it to that rather than... It's, it's a positive. I've worked on these aspects and they've got a lot better. Yeah. So take that positive as opposed to it didn't move as quick or I haven't shifted as much weight. Yeah, definitely. Now the tricky one, nutrition tips. Oh, see this? No, not prepared <laughs> for this one. <laughs> For me, it was like I wasn't having enough protein and stuff when I first started, so it yeah. was increasing that. Um, I'd say play around with food. Yeah, 100%. Experiment, see what yeah. you like. And go on, carry on. It's okay. I was <laughs> going to say, don't expect your coach to just write you a nutrition plan that you're going to eat because he might put ham salad on it every day and you don't like ham. You know, you have to play around with your own nutrition. It's about developing your own body and developing your own uh, routine and your own recipes and where you like, what you like to eat. Because everyone likes to eat at different times, different things, different amounts. So for me, I always get my clients to send me pictures of what they like to eat and then I can give them some tips and tricks, but mainly sticking to calories and macros. Yeah. Like I said, obviously, I asked for help during lockdown for that. Do you know, like that helped. And when I was doing that, obviously, I'd save quite a lot not quite a lot but I'd save a chunk of calories for later on because I know that that's my worst time so she's learned what she's like usually and obviously she's developed that and gone right I need to save some yeah it's like my later. night time that seems to be yeah oh Aaron come on let's <laughs> <laughs> well, let's yeah. get a few snacks yeah 
So it's definitely that. So it's like le- like you said, learning when you need more calories and stuff like that. Do you know, like, because I would need to save some for night knowing that that's my worst time. Also, LJ talked about... <laughs> well, sorry, guys. LJ talked um, a little bit about like her nutrition and what she does for nutrition, but she's really good um, at prepping her meals. She does a lot with prep. Um, any other tips on nutrition? D- just what you said. I'd definitely prep. Prep's um, a good one. Yeah. Obviously, you said you asked for help. Yeah. Which is vital. You've got to ask for help. You know, if you don't feel like you're progressing with your nutrition, ask for help, guys. You know, even if you're not a member of FitzS, ask us. We'll help you in any way we can. Um, and we're here to help, guys. Thank you very much for joining us today, Elge. Is Thank you very anything much. anything you would like to say at the end? No. No. LJ <laughs> was really shy to do this podcast, guys. So thank you so much for doing it. And no, thank it took you me for a week me. to persuade her to do it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See you on the next one. And share away on social.